Okay. Or is yours? All right, everybody. Welcome to NASCAR's, well, not NASCAR, Burn It Down NASCAR Racing Podcast post Texas debacle. Uh, I'll just go ahead and ask you your thoughts, top line thoughts. Huh. Uh, <laughs> um, race was only interesting to watch because of the tire problem. But NASCAR's got a real problem, especially when it's, oh, who can survive? Who's going to win the race? Everybody that pretty much blew a tire was leading the race. Yeah. NASCAR has a huge, and they know it. Everybody's, that's the fucking talking point of the NASCAR world is tire problems. And we even talked about it last week. We talked about earlier in the year, and they kind of dwindled away until they got this new tire. And here we are again. Tire problems. Everybody that had pretty much crashed out was literally in the top five or lift not leading the race. Crashed. Yeah. Blew a tire. Chase, yeah, Chase Elliott, uh, Truex, many of them that were leading and blew a tire. It reminded me uh, uh, of, I think it was 2004 Indianapolis where they had graded the track to try and get more grip i guess and it literally they they couldn't run more than 15 20 laps without blowing tires i mean they were coming in and coming in and that there's an issue with this tire the low profile tire they it cannot take the stress that these cars are putting on that tire uh i can't remember which driver it was um Harvick was another one. Blew out leading the race. Yeah, I'm going to try to get a list. Um, um, but they said, you know, in years past, they've always had trouble on these mile and a half, two mile, you know, the, the super speedways keeping the right front on. Now it's the, the right rear. Um. And I don't know what, whether one's better than the other as far as how you end up in the wall, but the point is, is this tire is a piece of crap. It it really is. The the low pro profile is not working. I don't honestly see how outside of putting a Kevlar inner liner in that thing that it's gonna work. It just they've got. No warning. At least with the old tire, they, they could, could feel, feel it, yeah. Know. They could feel it going down. I got a tire going down, and then just okay, just wheel it around. <laughs> and they had some time before the air actually exited the tire. With this, when they feel it going down, it's too late. There's no room. Um <sighs> look what happened to Cody Ware. His was that in a dude- tire. His says his throttle stuck. I right, I so I, I, I literally that came out today. He said his throttle stuck, and that's why he was completely un, out of control. And he got that could have been bad, but that's another. That, that was, was three feet from being really catastrophic. Bad. Yes. Um, um. I mean, we've been yelling all year long uh, about this car and everything about this car. And I'm not saying that they're not going to get it fixed at some point. But they were in such a hurry to get it on the track. Uh, there was no real R&D. There was, I mean, they had tests, yes. You can make that argument. But they didn't stress it. They didn't have, they, yeah, they know, didn't have endurance testing. No. They had little bitty tests here and there, here and there. You know, you come from what, what I call it, the OEM world mm. where you stress things out. And you push them. I think you had a job at one time, if I'm not mistaken, where your job was to try and break shit mm-hmm. and see how far you could push it. They never did that with this car. They never figured out the bugs. It was just, this is the way it is. This is what we're going to run. Um, I I feel bad for the drivers, at least now. They're, they're starting out. to speak out. They are really coming at NASCAR about this. And I'm not... 
thinking they're even getting their double secret fines for speaking bad anymore because so many of them are doing it. Yep. Between the fires, the hard hits, I mean, Kurt Busch uh, getting a concussion. Not that that's not happened before, and not that we haven't had guys get killed. I mean, we have. But the consistent constant problems well, that when they people have get with in car accidents, when they get in accidents they're sore you don't get me wrong they're normally sore but like Denny Hamlin with uh, at the Daytona crash he can't he, he said he couldn't race Xfinity because it's too he was too sore it, it, these it, they say this car hit it 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 hurts more in uh, just a regular crash than previous years uh, uh. Like I said, you're not going to talk NASCAR into going back because they are so invested in this. And we're but, and we're going to fucking Talladega where there's going to be probably a car flipped. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I got into uh, some conversations on NASCAR only uh, on Facebook with some people, and 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 the consensus is pretty much the same. It this is this is NASCAR's problem. They made it, and they're not going to change your mind because they never do. They are always righteous, unless somebody gets really hurt, bad, or dead. And one guy said that's what it's going to take. It's going to take somebody getting killed before they say, "All right, enough." Mm-hmm. And I think they could could fix or at least alleviate a lot of the problems. By going back to the old wheel, yeah, I, yeah, lug, yep, mm-hmm. I really do. I, I, yeah, it's it's not really it's the five really, lug; it's the wider sidewall. Get rid of the low profile. Don't give the me your, smaller. Don't rim. give me yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Smaller rim. Don't get me on the one lug's trash. But just the small that that tire we had last year would. I yes, it would pair better with this car. It would get rid of all the headaches we've literally had the past two weeks alone, and let alone the rest of the year of tires going out. I mean, remember earlier in the year where if you had a flat tire or if you had two, you were stuck, you were on the hook. You know what they changed to fix that? No, what did they they do? Apparently the cars have aluminum blocks on the bottom of their cars that keep them up from grounding out and stuff. They were too long. So people they found out they just shortened them so when they do lose a tire it's not sitting on the block to where they can't go anywhere i wasn't aware of that yeah okay well still didn't fix the freaking problem yeah it didn't fix the tire but it fixed them from getting stuck and having to get record to the pit and losing laps you know they couldn't drive it around but yeah that was that was nascar's fix for that um the fires they they haven't they may have fixed the tire buildup on the manifold, yeah. put that box around it, fires, but still, they, they've got fires. Yep, Chase Elliott. I mean, Chase Elliott, Cody Ware. Uh, Chris Buescher at Indy and Kevin Harvick at wherever that, wherever that was. Well, yeah, they have fires. It's This car seems to be much more flammable. And not supposed to be. Uh, exactly, so... Yeah, I, the, the consensus is out there, and I hope NASCAR is listening. And I'll tell you what, I, I'm excited for coming up on Talladega, but I'm also scared. Yep. I really am. I'm, I'm, this is going to be scary to, to watch these guys, and I don't care who you are. You got guys like Harvick and Elliot was magnanimous. Yeah, we could have done, you know, blah, blah. He was trying, you know, but he's NASCAR's pet boy, and he can't do anything to piss him off. But in the back of his mind, I, I know he's not believing what he's seeing. He, he ain't buying what he's selling. He he had some, I forgot the comments, but they weren't, they weren't nice comments, but they also weren't negative. You know what I'm saying? He kind of played the neutral ground. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you uh, seen Kyle Bush's comments when he wrecked. 2023. Yeah, yeah, he wrecked out. He's like, what can, you do? what can you guys do to fix this in the future? 2023. Yep. <laughs> it's like, hol- holy shit. You really yep. just said that. <laughs> Somebody, Somebody's not happy in uh, Camp Gibbs, that's for sure. All right. 
that's our opening discussion. Um, we're going to get into that a lot more uh, as we go into news bits and that kind of crap. But let's do what we do. Tyler Reddick wins, which pissed me off. I had him in, and like I said, I had to go to bed early. And when I went to bed, I was like, man, Blaney was in third place. <laughs> had him in the garage. Reddick was in 22nd. Well, I got to make that switch. Damn it. <laughs> well, but anyway, Tyler Reddick wins. Uh, then you got Logano. Justin Haley, good job. Maybe more than uh, just surviving. Blaney, Briscoe, Jones, Byron, Keselowski, Larson, and Hamlin are your top 10. Uh, McDowell, Suarez, Chastain, LaJoy, and Sindrick round out your top 15. Some notables. Uh, Bubba was in 25th. Uh, Truex ended up 31st. Elliott, 32nd. And Kyle Busch got last place again. He's literally had four finishes outside the top 30 the last four races. He's had a really bad time. But he doesn't care. Well, (laughs) he he doesn't. Uh, Busher, Truex, Elliott, Cody Ware, Cole Custer, and uh, Kyle Busch were all, all out on accidents. Christopher Bell went out. He was in an accident as well, but he didn't. Damaged vehicle he policy. Tried. No, he didn't. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't miss. He couldn't get back up to speed. I believe he blew a tire too, but they couldn't fix it. It's, it's a, just. Anyway, that that's that's your running uh, finishes or your Texas your finishing finish. order. All right, the standings updated. Like, are they up? They're updated because of Byron as of yesterday or today? Yesterday. yesterday. Well, this is without doing the chase thing, I think. It, what have you got? Logano, Chastain, Larson? Yeah, that, that's all that matters anymore. Yeah, Blaney, Hamlin, Suarez, Elliott, Briscoe. That's your top eight. Uh, your next four on the Below the cut line are Cindric, Byron, Bell, and Bowman. You didn't think Bell would be below after his first three races. Now he's 25 out. Yeah, we'll. And we'll then, get to and that. then Byron, 25, lost 25 points. He's done. Byron's done. That one I didn't see coming. I figured he'd last another round. Well, he was. He was until that penalty. Lost 25 points. Yeah, that's my point. I didn't think that would. that. They're appealing it, so. Which means he'll get, what, four races or something like that to. I don't know if it's. At least next week he doesn't lose anything, but. Because Byron was third in the playoff points, and after that, now he is 10th. That's a lot. Yeah, he's he's eight down below, below the cutoff point. But they're, penal- they're, they're <laughs> appealing it because NASCAR didn't catch it at the time of it, and it's after the fact, and blah, blah, blah. It's already said and done. And then Hamlin comes out and threatens that he's going to get back at him. So if he does it, is he, he going to get penalized now too? Or is he going to wait till after, the, you know, like, stop? Well, we had this discussion several episodes ago. I mean, it, it just seems like if you make it home to the barn – you don't get penalized if you get caught at the track. You do. Um, I th- Byron, I think, is a moron because he came out and admitted it after the race. And I don't think if he would have not done that, I don't think he would have been. And I heard uh, Steve Miller, uh, NASCAR competition, I think director. I could be wrong on that. Saying flat out, they didn't catch it because they were concentrating on Martin Truex. Yeah, they weren't the watching time. anything. Yeah, they said they didn't see it. No, nothing. That's why everything. That's why Denny was all and in a huff and puff and blah blah blah. And Denny was even tried. He said he tried the wrecking, but he didn't get him enough under the. Because if you watch it, he tried. He tried multiple times under caution to spin Byron out, but he couldn't do it. Um, he didn't put enough nose into it. But shouldn't that be under a penalty, too? Because you admitted you tried. You actually hit him under caution. Yeah. Well, they said that uh, this must have been on Monday when I heard this. That, and, and I get what he was saying as far as, 
they weren't paying attention to that because all the cars were under control of the pace car and they were concentrating on Truex getting him out of the car, making sure he was safe, getting everything cleared out so they could open up pit road. That was their focus and their concentration. And it wasn't brought to their attention until somebody on Joe Gibbs team said, Hey, you know, what the hell, what's this all about? Uh, and then they went back and looked, and by the time they actually had the footage of it, they were already back to green. And mm -hmm. he says, at that point, we can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So now he comes out and he loses. I... <sighs> 25 I... points, 25 owner points? Championship points. points, driver points. He, in other words, they kicked him out of the top eight is what they did. Yeah, there's a there's and, a there's a penalty fine too, fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. So what? I I'm sorry. I I don't know. I I lean towards Byron on this one. Denny tried to wreck him because Denny's got that attitude of get out of my way. Even though Byron's no, they put him in the wall. Yeah. So so he Denny got. Would the, you rather if Byron take? Take a shot at him under full speed or under caution. Yeah, at least he got out and he didn't, you know, didn't wreck his car. He's ready to go. He finished, you know, top ten. So, uh, yeah, I'm more on Byron's side on this one than Hamlin. And then I don't like the fact that he essentially just because you're racing and you're you're said you're going to wreck him next time I get the chance. Technically, isn't that like assault? Yeah, essentially you're using a. 3,400 pound weapon. It's literally assault. I'm going to go get him next time. Like, that's technically uh, premature, not premature. Premeditated. Premeditated uh, assault. Like, I'm going yeah. to go, you know, you don't know if he's going to get hurt or not. His cars are supposed to protect him, but you're going out there. I'm going to wreck his ass. He's got one what coming. What are you going to do? Take him out in Talladega? Yeah. Uh, or I, yeah. Well, you know, like you and I have discussed, Denny Hamlin's a little bitch boy. Now that he's a car owner, especially, Man, he, he thinks he's got special. crying so hard, even on Twitter. That dude cried. He's like, this is the second time at Texas, the second time I had to uh, explain why I didn't finish. Or bullshit with it. It's like, dude. <laughs> like the world's against yeah. you. You know what, dude? You don't have a championship yet, so shut up. Exactly. You don't have that. You don't have that status. Well, it's kind of like last year. People, I forgot what the interview was, but it was the top four or eight last year, and they're doing like the post race <laughs> interviewing, and it was a question about Kyle Larson and and Denny, and I forgot what happened, but it's like, oh, because all these Elliott fans, and it's like <laughs> everybody's like, what? Even the, uh, I think it was top four because uh, um, even Martin Truex is like, what the, f is he talking about? But yeah, he was so mad because it, oh, it's all these Elliott fans. It was, it was so awkward because he's so obviously jealous and he thinks he deserves everything even though he's never won a that's, championship. That's it right there. He thinks he deserves things that he does not deserve. He tweeted two Texas races and two press conferences how, explaining how I got screwed is what he tweeted. Yeah, poor boy. It sucks to be you is all I can say. So, I don't know. I One of those things I just believe that he's going to get what's coming to him. Uh, because he's not all that. And you may be like able said, to win Daytona 500, but you can't win a championship. Yeah, you're you're one of the senior folks in uh, NASCAR uh, Cup Series racing right now, and you're one of the only senior folks that hasn't won a championship. Well, I mean, you got Logano, you got Harvick. Who's won championship? Who's won a championship? Yeah, Truex. He's won a championship, haven't. and who Kyle? All your teammates besides Christopher Bell, who I think will be a championship. Has a championship at your uh, at your uh, at Joe Gibbs? Well, for now, everybody besides you. Yeah, you're the only one that you know. Look in the mirror here, Hoss. Um, it's not everybody but you. So, uh, 
after Texas, you beat me again. 220 in the Fantasy League. I had a 197. And I didn't have horrible picks. I had uh, Blaney, who was fourth. Kozlowski was eight. And then McDowell, Chastain, and Suarez that were 11th, 12th, and 13th. I I actually thought I was styling pretty good. Yeah, I was surprised I have 220. Even I even missed like two of the matchups. Now that, I don't know what I did on that. Uh, yeah, I, I was surprised I had 220. At one point, I was at 240. I was like, God dang. I actually took Busher over Blaney. That didn't work out so well. Took Logano over Elliott, so I got that. Chastain over Larson, so I got that. And Bell over... So I got two out of the four. I took Bell over Hamlin. And that didn't work out. Um, yeah, so I, I got what? I got, what, 20 points? Yeah, I only got two. Of, yeah, I only got two out of the four also. So... I... <sighs> I was surprised I had 220. I was, I was, after, I don't know. I was surprised I had 220 when I looked down. Like, really? Did you uh, do the brackets again? Re- redo your brackets? No, I've been so on... so busy with everything else. But I, like, yeah. I need to. But we talked about it last week, what I picked. But I'm not going to change them, obviously. I'd have to but reprint on, it. Uh, NASCAR. on NASCAR.com, did you Oh, the no, I didn't. Okay. No, I know you're talking about this, the, the the fantasy bracket. Yeah. Nope, I did not. Ooh, I win. <laughs> if you didn't fill it out. <coughs> but I took uh, Briscoe's. Well, let me see. I wrote it down what we both took. Let me take a peek at that. Not even on this side. Yeah, it's there. Go to Fantasy Live. I took uh, out this round Cindric, Bowman, Briscoe, and Blaney. You took Cindric, Briscoe, Suarez, and Bell. Uh, so I took Bell. Yeah, you took Bell to go. Really? It's 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 right here. I'd have. <laughs> I wrote it down. I don't have my pen on me. I'm gonna probably get that back for you. But I don't remember who I picked. I said Suarez, a, Bell, who? You took uh, Cindric, Briscoe, Suarez, okay. and Bell. I may um, be right on that Bell thing. <laughs> After his- <laughs> <laughs> You might be. I got Cindric and Bowman. And you Bowman got might, Bell. yeah, Bowman's in trouble too. Yeah. Briscoe's only seven up. Cindric could catch him, but I've got him to go out as well. After Talladega, it's going to be shaken up again, so. And I'll tell you what, Byron, even with his penalty. He still could be I get mean, through. He still could. He's still, he's only eight out. He's just got to survive Talladega, and then he's pretty decent at road courses, so just just get through Even Talladega. if he gets the penalty Penalty throwed at him, but uh, which I still think is bullshit at this point of the game. But it is what it is. Well, I, they're gonna they're gonna say you know it's kind of like you know calling a guy out at home base after the game's over. You're changing the outcome. So what's the point? That'd be my argument. You know NASCAR if they appeal it. Well, I felt they they kind of thought that they weren't able to do the appropriate penalty at the time of the infraction during the race. So they did it after the fact. And I just, I don't believe, I just don't. If I, if the thing is though. They've let a lot of other worse things. Yes. And NASCAR needs to get out of, get out of it. Let the drivers drive. What happened? Let the drivers drive. Let them do it. Well, I can remember way back when, when Mike Helton was running things and he finally got tired of all the bitching from everybody and said, boys, let's have at it. So, like, like I said, they can go back and say, he's still able to drive, he's still able to race, I just showed him I ain't taking his shit. You know, would you rather me wreck him? And then then I could understand if I wrecked him, wrecked him, like where he couldn't race, but he was still, he was still there. 
So like I don't give me Hamlin. Give me, I mean, we go. Give me the fine. Oh, whatever. Don't take my points. It, it, yeah. I didn't cause him any points. He didn't cause me any points. Give me the fine. I'll take that. So that's what it may come down to. I can I can see that after the appeal, but NASCAR is being putting their hands in people's pockets ah. for no reason. Well, it's and I guess we're kind of ready to ah. go into the news end of things. Um, which is kind of a good segue. The, the Ty Dillon and Ty Gibbs thing. Only reason I see NASCAR being upset on that is because what if Ty Gibbs lost control or swerved in, into a pit where somebody was taking a pit and hurt somebody? I can see that point, but it wasn't egregious. It wasn't like he, you know, was super, you know, pushed him. He just like, what the fuck? I'm here. Hit him back. So, and it wasn't that close as far no. as if he, I mean, I get the safety end of yeah. things. Believe me. I really do. I understand that. Because uh, I'm old enough to remember clear back, I think it was no at uh, Miami Homestead, Ricky Rudd, when he come in hot on, which is, Ricky Rudd's the reason we have uh, speed limits on pit road, is he came in and caught a, a crew member from another team and damn near killed him. He was he was, he's driving the uh, 28 Allen car for... Uh, Gates. Yates, Robert Yates, yeah. And that's the reason we have pit, which I agree with, the pit road speeds. I mean, let's face it, there's famous drivers. Jail Jarrett is the reason for no racing back to the caution, which I hate. I hate it. It happened at Michigan. I was there. I watched it. Coming into turn four, he spun it around. He started getting out of the belts, and they were racing back to the... And he got scared, and he acted like a little wimp. And so NASCAR in in Vented the Dale Jarrett rule, uh, which I'll I'll never agree with that. Not racing back to the uh, um, caution. It it was able. It made it able for, you know, if and and I'd seen this before. You know, back in the day, Mark Martin leading the race, Jeff Burton and Kurt Busch are one lap down. Close down, let them pass. Caution comes up, slows down, lets them pass, you know, so the teammates can help each other get back on the lead lap. I know that's not probably what people like, but I thought it was cool. It gave the teams another tool to help themselves. But uh, I just don't get the tie. Why they dropped the hammer and then Larry Reynolds... Mac Reynolds, you can just kiss my lily white ass. Yeah. I'm tired of him and his mouth. To to shame Ty Gibbs the way he did over an incident. That to me wasn't that big a deal. No. I don't think it so. It was they're going 35 mile an hour. If Ty Dillon can't control his car with a little bit, I mean. I don't like to see anybody using their car as a weapon, but Ty Gibbs didn't. No. I mean, he could have done the Pittman move on him, hooked him, and thrown him around. And Okay, he here's the say, thing. Dude. Technically, what Ty Gibbs did to Ty Dillon, Denny Hamlin did at full speed to Ross Chastain. Multiple times. At that, uh, Nash- was it Nashville or whatever it was? That whatever. I was Darlington. No, no, it was that new track. They went to not new. It must have been Nashville. But yeah, that's the same. But Denny Hamlin did the same thing to Ross Chastain at full speed. All day long. At full speed. I mean, he would slow down and wait for him. It was Worldwide Technology Raceway. Which is, it's not Nashville. That's St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, it was St. Louis. But yeah, but that but the thing is, Denny did the exact same thing at full speed, then, like, and he got no did nothing to him, not a damn thing. So like, you can't say the only, only difference was the location, pit road, and then on the track. And I and I also will go so far to say is if that car and I don't even know who that was, 
that was pitting with crew members on the pit lane, if they weren't there, this wouldn't even be a topic. It yeah. would be a non-issue. Yeah. But the only reason it is is because there were pit crews standing out on the right side of the car mm-hmm. as the, the two ties went by and what happened happened. But I think is honestly, I think it's bullshit. I really and then you give him a fine and docking points. Uh, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Essentially you just what? gave Denny Hamlin a penalty for money. Yeah. What the hell? You you didn't hurt the, the number 45 or 23, 23 car at all. No. It was such a bad car, even Bubba had to get out of yeah. it. Um, I just... Uh, and I, I still think, again, the only reason that that penalty was given is because of the proximity of the crew members of that other team that was pitting the car. That's it. If that, if those guys weren't sitting right there, it would have been nothing. And I, and I still, I, I applaud Ty Gibbs. He's lost. He's sending a message. Look what he did to Kyle Bush a week or two ago. He's like, dude, I don't care who you think you are. You're driving my car for next year. I will still give you the bumper. I will still rock yeah. you up. Mm-hmm. I don't, I love his attitude. I believe me. Next year at Daytona, I will be rooting for Ty Gibbs for the year. He's he's gonna be one of my guys. So is Noah Gregson. Yeah, Noah. I I hope he does well on that forty two. I just don't think the forty two or that organization is gonna do well. Eric Jones is showing a little bit of talent with their uh, limited Petty equipment. GMS. Well, with GMS coming on board, they they've shown dra- dramatic yeah. improvements yeah. this year. I mean, dramatic. So, all right, one one other thing I wanted to cover before we went on because I forgot to do it is is our picks from last week. I picked Harvick to win. He ended up nineteenth. You picked Blaney. He was. Fourth. I think Harvick had a tire go down too. He was doing well. Before. He went into the wall. Yeah, so he was he in the lead into the wall. So yeah, he would have been fine. I picked Jones as the dark horse. You put Kyle. We know how that happened. Uh-huh. Now. <laughs> uh, Bubba top twenty or top twentieth or twenty fifth. You said yes. I said no. He finished twenty fifth, so I win that one. I take two out. Well, of three he had points a there. there's had a steering problem, but he was still afterwards in the top five at times. I don't know really. They what said happened. they thought there was air in the system, and it just it worked its way out or something. Uh, I'm sorry if you were in the automotive industry, you know a steering system or a brake system or a hydraulic system, air doesn't work its way out unless you bleed it. I'm just telling you what they <laughs> I'm said. Sorry. I'm just- so, uh, uh, unless they bled it on the, like, I mean, they could have, but like, I don't know how easy that is, but air does not just work its way out of the system. You know, I'm closed hydraulic system. <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I was told or what I heard. So, all right, let's get back into, we covered the, the two major penalties, um, Honestly, I'm with you. I'm two for two and not agreeing with any of it. I think NASCAR should just shut the hell up on this one. They got bigger problems they should be worrying yeah. about. They can try I the- want to give Go ahead. Well, I was going to go ahead. You want to finish I that was going to say they I don't like I said this goes back to a tire issue, but I'm surprised NASCAR hasn't tried to say, "Oh, this is a Goodyear tire issue." I'm like, "No, this is your that tire combination with this car issue." So, oh, they're trying to put it on the cruise for setup and course. you know whatever. All right, let's let's get into news and views. I I want to start out on a really good note. Noah Gregson uh, tied a record four straight wins in a row. Boy, it's not boy, a new record. Funny. I saw a headline where they said, "Oh, new record." No, it's, it's tied. not tied. It tied, and I it was some guy back in the. 80s, 90s, I don't remember who it was, but I I, I actually looked it up. I should have wrote his name down. It, he just tied it. So he's got a chance to beat it this week if he goes five. Um, 
Penske is appealing their penalty. Ryan, Ryan be- Blaney, right? Yeah. Had a tire issue or lost tire or something. Yeah, he lost the tire. I think it was on pit road. No. They're appealing it, so he... I think they pulled the appeal. I want to say they, they appealed it last week, and then they pulled the appeal. I want to say that's true. Weren't they, or was it Harvick that had the the tire, the the rim that was manufactured wrong and they couldn't get it on? That was Harvick last week. Yeah, now Penske drops the appeal on Laney's crew suspension. They dropped it. But he didn't lose any points. He just yeah, he lost so he's crew lose- chief and crew members and okay. Yeah. Um, couple of interesting points. Kyle Busch is supposedly in serious talks with McLaren to race the Indy 500 next year. Do the double. Yeah, I. This is another reason why he wanted to do it. He, yeah. Ty Gibbs or not Ty Gibbs, but uh, Joe Gibbs. He was a, very against us. But also, I've heard the double is also gonna not. The, it'll be easier to do. I think they're trying, I don't know how they're going to, I think they're going to set the times part so they can have time to do it. But yeah, Kyle Larson wants to do it too. I know. Guess who else wants to do it next year? I think I heard, hold on. I want to say Kevin Harvick, but probably not. No. Jimmy Johnson. Oh yeah. I forgot about the Jimmy Johnson stuff this year. He's yeah. He complete, he announces retirement from full-time driving and he's going to just do select races. He called it bucket list races. Yeah. And I guess doing the double on Memorial Day is on his bucket list. And you think about it, he also talked about, there's been rumors of Daytona, but also the Norks Willsboro All-Star Race. And he is still qualified because up to 10 years, he can still yep. do it. So he expects him to be there, and it's going to be super fucking cool. Now, all three of the races that you mentioned... Do you know who he's going to race for? He's already in talks with. I would say Hendrick, but. No. Who is it going to be? Trackhouse. Really? Yep. Well, he's that's Chevy with... affiliator, kind Hendrick affiliation, so. Yep. He's in uh, talked with Trackhouse to do the Daytona 500. Oh, it'd be the 91, the so all... it's perfect fit. Yes. Uh,. The all-star race at North Wilkesboro and doing Charlotte for the double. I don't know who he's in talks with to do the, uh, other than his team that he's got right now for the Chip, Indy 500. Chip Ganassi, yeah, probably. Probably. But, I'm uh, sure anybody just pick him up for that race so he could do the double. Would it be, how cool would it be to see Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, and Jimmy Johnson all race the double? I would like Kevin Harvick, but I don't know if he wants to put his body through it, but I think he would like the experience. Mm-hmm. I, Kyle Larson already said he wants to do it because that boy already races six days out of the week in anything he can get his hands on, and he wants to do it. And, I'm pre- and he said he wants to do it sooner rather than later because he knows it's going to get harder as he gets older. So I, I expect him to lobby either Jeff Gordon or Hendrick, you know, Mr. H, to do it and... I, I'm pretty sure you know win you know win another championship and we'll talk. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> that could be. Um, and also, and he said he doesn't want to just drive, get in and drive it. He wants to be able to know the car, so he's gonna have to get experience in that, you know, an Indy car too. So it's, that's a lot of time away from his Cup ride to do that. <clears throat> TV ratings for Texas were <clears throat> less than abysmal. Well, everybody knew that Texas. We we going did, going in that Texas was not going to be a good race. Did you see those stands? Texas it, it was, did. Was, we we talked about this. Texas is in talks or has ideas or rumors that they're going to reconfigure that track to be like the Atlanta now. So and they better do it because no one wants to race there. No one likes watching yeah. it. No one likes racing there, especially with this tire issue now. No one wants to. It, that is, it's a flop. Essentially, that race is a flop. 
I've I've heard that they've also are also entertaining making a short track out of it. I don't anything's, know how much it's, anything's better than that. I'm, uh, the California race, they're doing it. Might as, Texas needs to do well, something. Well, they're, they're gonna race on the current configuration yeah. at California for 2023, and then at because they're right now in the process of renovating and getting ready. So after the 2023 race, they are going to a short track. Yep. Um, it, it's going to get demolished, but they can't do it fast enough to get everything ready for 2023. But they're they're going to, as soon as that race is done, supposedly they're knocking everything down. But they're already doing road, you know, grading of the ground and. Well, they're already getting a lot of getting rid of a lot of stands. I saw I saw pictures yeah. and videos. So they're yeah. Well, they're not using them, so they may as well. Uh. I, I want to give another good shout out, and this is relevant to where I live. Uh, in case those of you that are watching this don't know, I live on the East Coast in North Carolina. Uh, we have some <laughs> weather issues right now coming up. Uh, Charlotte, which I, th and the reason I bring this up is it's a grand gesture. They're opening the campgrounds for Hurricane I Ian's evacuees. The the current track of this thing right now is straight on Charlotte. <laughs> so it's like, are you kidding me? Um, do a do a better thing. Move them over to Talladega for the race this weekend. I think even Talladega said they're opening the free campgrounds for uh they are, but for Charlotte, I mean Charlotte's they're just trying to put points on the board here. They're because I'm telling we where I'm at, which I'm 25 miles off the, the freaking ocean on the, the lower southeast corner of North Carolina. We're going to get something out of this, Ian. Once it blasts through Florida and, and gets back into the ocean, uh, it's just a matter of where is it going to come on shore again. And they're saying anywhere from uh, northern Georgia to southern Virginia, uh, which to me says it's going to be somewhere at the South Carolina, North Carolina border, which I'm very close to. They're right now, they've got this track just kind of doing a little half moon off and coming in on Georgia and going straight up through Charlotte. I don't think that's going to happen. This son of a bitch hit Florida about, well, as we are recording, about two hours ago. At just two miles an hour under a Cat 5. So you might as well say it's a Cat 5. Even though it's got to cruise through Florida, once it does, yes, it's going to get knocked down to a 1 or a 2. But what the idiots on TV aren't talking about, and I follow a lot of weather pages, just again, because of where we live, there is a thermal that is coming up the coast from Florida all the way up to Virginia, uh, actually almost to New York, a very, very hot water. And it's sitting about 100 miles off of the coast. This storm, if it exits somewhere between West Palm and Orlando and catches that thermal, which is what some of the bloggers that I follow are saying, this could very easily go back into a three or a four and ride that thermal. And if you look at some of these maps, that thermal flow ends at North Carolina. It's going to keep grabbing that energy. And it's going to make a second landfall. I'll, I'm going to tell you, next week when we guys talk, I hope I get to say, see, I told you so. But my prediction right now from everything I've seen is this is going to come out somewhere south of Orlando catch that thermal and ride it all the way up into the coast into my area. Now, whether it's 100 miles south, 100 miles north, I don't know. Uh, but we're going to get more than, well, we're already guaranteed right now. Um, rain starting tomorrow night, being Thursday night, all the way through the weekend. And they're telling us that as the models sit right now, we're going to see somewhere between 4 to 10 inches of rain. That's not even counting the winds that we're going to get, 
even if it's not a, a hurricane, it's just a tropical storm. We're going to have a rough couple of days this weekend as far as trying to get out and around, which ain't going to happen. Um, we're already supplied up. I've got 30 gallons of gas, tested the generator. Beer refrigerator's full. The meat refrigerator freezer's full. Um, we're, we're already ready because, again, I think we're going to lose power. This is gonna be. Um, this is gonna hit around Roval time too. Weekend. No, no, it's good. It's gonna hit this coming weekend. That's Talladega. I don't think Talladega is gonna get that much. I really don't. But I mean, I again, I go back to the arena, and I'm sorry, people, for acting like I'm complaining about my person. I I love. Ask my son here. I love a good storm. I. I'll, it can be thundering and lightning, and I'll be standing on the back porch drinking a beer. Just like, bring it, let's mm-hmm. go. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to to Charlotte for at least making the je- gesture. But if things stay the way they are right now and don't change, which I think they are good. I mean, for for God's sakes, a week ago this was going to go right through the Panhandle. It it ended up almost on the tip of Florida. So they don't know what's going to happen. But I want to give a shout out to the Charlotte Motor Speedway and all the people involved for at least offering. But It's like getting out of the pot and into the frying pan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, at least they're not going to be, you know, flooded. If anything, go to Bristol, Tennessee. Cause it's, this is a big bowl. Get on top so you don't get flooded. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, it's I'm gonna have something to talk about on the personal status next week. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I might look like that guy from uh, Mr. Chaos. Was a Progressive Insurance, mm-hmm. you know, with the glasses sideways and the torn shirt and band aids on my head. I just uh, chaos. I'm chaos. Could be chaos. But uh, anyway. I went off on a tangent there. I'm just letting everybody know if I'm here next week, you should say hell yeah because it's gonna it's gonna be a rough weekend. And I'm I'm all, I'm not complaining. I look I love it. Just paid time off of work. <laughs> I mean, sit home, drink beer, and uh, hopefully we just don't get flooded. Uh, I mean, with Florence, we we had water come into the garage, but we're up high enough to where I, it's going to take a hell of a surge to. I'm I'm sorry. I just <laughs> everybody's uh, t- today the the local newspaper in Jacksonville for the first time started talking about this and they put it on the front page above the fold. Guess what? Panic buying started the, today. I was laughing my ass off. But anyway, <laughs> what else you got? Let's get away from this. I don't really have anything. We talked about all everything so far. Uh- Penalties, drama. I forgot about the Jimmy Johnson coming, like saying he was retired and his bucket list race, which I'm sure there's going to be more. But like I said, he's he's probably going to race all the, all the, you know, he'll probably place Indy if it goes back to the Oval, which people are lobbying for. There's- well, I heard again on on Sirius XM NASCAR. Uh, an official from Indianapolis, and I, I forgive me, I don't remember his name. He's not a higher up, but he said, "Look, it's a matter of time. Yeah, We're going back yeah. to the oval." Like I it, said, I don't mind the road track, which is great, but also you need to go back to that oval. That is a staple in NASCAR. It's like Daytona 500, Indy 500, and then the Southern 500, and then you know, I'd love to see him to go to Indianapolis uh, Raceway Park. Yeah, well, they can do that too. But like, you, if you want to keep the road track because that's what uh, Penske bought it, but he he wants that. It's fine, but don't make it the Indy Five Hundred weekend. Make you know, put that somewhere else. I don't care. Same thing. Same thing with the Daytona Road Course, which they didn't do this year. If you want to have it, great, but just don't have it after the Daytona Five Hundred. Put it. Put it in the schedule. But I like. What do I know? Well, I, I'm sorry. I. We've talked about this before, whether it's Daytona, Charlotte, or Indianapolis. They're not road courses. There's plenty of road courses out there that we can go to. Keep them the oval, the traditional, um, 
again, I'm sure you remember back in the nineties, trying to get tickets for the, the Brickyard 400 and where we had to start sitting on the entrance to turn three, couldn't see shit because of the fence mm-hmm. and kept moving our ways up to finally, we were in the top of, uh, the the short shoot between three and four um but indy i i can remember uh when we had our tickets it was fun to go because we we got to to stay with in-laws and uh the experience of being there going to the museum and and seeing the track and all that but i if you want to act and, and i can remember telling people in my orbit, you know, the, Hey, I scored indie tickets. I said, okay, great. Set your, at the time your VCR. Cause there was no such thing as a v- DVR. Cause if you want to see the race, that's not the place to do it. No, you can't. There is no place at uh, Indianapolis to, to sit and see the whole race. You can't do it. Uh, you see more sitting at home, sitting on your couch, so you got all the camera angles. Even when they ad- added the Jumbotron, they didn't, you know, it, it was not like the Jumbotron was programmed for the people in turn three and four can see all of turn one and two. Because if you're sitting in three or four or in the short shoot, you ain't seeing squat into one and two. You can see him go into one, come out of two. I mean, how many times did we see smoke down there and not know what happened until the Jumbotron did a replay? Uh, and I'm not complaining, but what, what finally convinced me to give up our tickets to the, the Brickyard was when we were we, we finally, had, after years, got upgraded to the very, I think, row 25, if I remember correctly, in the short shoot between three and four, and we were watching that race and a wreck literally happened right in front of us. I think Jimmy Spencer turned Jerry Nadu into the wall, and Nadu hit that wall so hard we could feel it in the in the bleachers, and had no idea who it was until the wrecker came and pulled the car off the wall, and then we could see who it was. So, again, it's a great experience. I I encourage anybody that wants to go there to go experience the whole place take a couple two or three days but if you're going there to see a race you're going to be irritated um and like you said if they want to make a road course out of it do it on a separate occasion or somewhere else it's just daytona indianapolis and charlotte are not known for road course and they're known for their oval high speed um racing it's that simple you don't get to kiss the bricks after the Indianapolis road course. I think that's a, a rule we need to make because that's not winning at Indianapolis. My personal opinion. <laughs> so, anywho, um, let's put that in the books. It was a sorry ass race. Equipment sucks. They need to do something about it. Um, I think it has more to do, well, Texas is a worn out track anyway. They need to do something with it, but the equipment and failures thereof didn't help anything. In my opinion. Now, let's go to Talladega. And I filtered um, top fives because when you filter average finish or wins, it comes up with names that aren't even there anymore. In the last 10 races, top fives, you've got Logano with five, Amarola Hamlin with four, Keselowski, Elliott, Stenhouse, and McDonald. No, Stenhouse with three, McDowell, Blaney, Jones, Kurt Busch, but uh, Byron, Harvick with two, and then you've you've just got a ton with one, (laughs) Bubba Wallace being one of them. So, um, who are you picking for a winner on this one? Uh... 
don't think it's a crap shoot. Anyone can win. Oh. Mm. I'll say Joey Logano. Okay. I'm going with Michael McDowell. I don't uh, know. who you? Huh? I would have said him a dark horse. Nah, I'm going with him for the win. Dark Horse will All be right. Brad Keselowski. He's been on a decent roll lately. Well, that's who I was going to take. So I'm going to take Busher. Yeah, he's uh, he likes these tracks too. All right, now for the million-dollar question. Is Bubba going to finish... Top 25 or not? Oh. And I agree with you. So, we're right at about an hour. Should we have a, should we have a Kyle Bush watch? To see <laughs> <laughs> Four races in a row, Heather. Count down to 2023. Yeah. <laughs> All right, why not? Finish in the top 20? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm going with you too because I don't think he's trying anymore. He doesn't care. The the sooner he gets done, the faster he gets to go home. Well, I guess gets gets going in I don't think I'm like contractually, I don't think he can do anything with RCR until the year's over. No, but he's watching that eight car, and I guarantee you that's pissing him off more oh, than anything yeah. he's, else. He's foaming at the mouth. He's, yeah, I think that. he's ready to get into a Chevy again, too. Started his career, and he's going to end his career there. Yep, he is. I'm waiting for, and it's it's got to happen soon, some announcement about his truck team, because I've heard some Chevy officials saying, ah, we're doing what we can, we're doing it as fast as, but they can't make, um, any kind of an official announcement, obviously, until it's done. Um, so that's the next thing I'm waiting for is to see what if he what has he got three, four different team, four, yeah, four. Um, so I guess that is a lot of sponsorship to find and a lot of equipment to change over, which they will change it over. I, I just think most of it comes to drivers because right now it's like I said, it, it's not just his drivers are contracted to him. They're contracted to Toyota. So if he wants to, you know, go Chevy, which is fine and all, but he's got to find new drivers to go unless Toyota, you know, opts out of their contract or, you know, I'm saying he's got to find an up comer, which honestly... He should. He should. He should find up and comers and team with Dale Earnhardt and be a part of the Dale Earnhardt, um, uh, Dale Earnhardt Hendricks, uh, not recruitment, but uh, early stages, whatever the fuck they are. You know, how, you know how D- Junior Motors. Well, it helped. It helped Dale Earnhardt Incorporated to uh, kind of use that's KBM I'm, as a farm system. That's for what I'm their- saying. Yeah. And because Dale Jr., he's got a, right now, uh, I think his name's Carson Quapple, Travis Quapple's son. He's got him on his uh, coming up right now, too, and he's winning a lot of things. So, so you want, you know what, you know, do that. Have Chevy, Kyle Busch Motorsports be the, you know, the start of the Hendrix, you know, come up the trucks and then you upgrade to DEI or not DEI, but junior motorsports. And then from there you could go to Hendrix or whenever junior goes to cup. Well, you look at his lineup. I just pulled it up. He's got John Hunter, Nemechek, Chandler Smith, Sammy Smith, and Corey Heim. He's also got Brexton Bush listed in there in 18 (laughs) D, which is pretty cool. Um, And he's got himself listed. John Hunter Nemechek, what is he? He drove in the cup. He did a couple years ago, two years ago. So it's not a big. Sammy Smith's in ARCA. Uh, 
Chandler Smith, I don't... Like I said, it can be, like I said, the training grounds or, you know, the tryouts. If you do well here, all right, we'll put you in the Xfinity at Junior. I think John Hunter Nemechek would, because uh, his dad, <laughs> yeah. Joe, was a big Chevy guy for years. Um, yeah, now that I see exact, excuse me, who the drivers are. But a lot of them are. This isn't a big, this isn't a big deal. John Hunter Nemechek is probably the the biggest one out of the group. Yeah, but you got to realize and, Toyota puts a lot of money into kids and when they're 10, 12 years old to be a part of a Toyota family. So when they, you know, they, you know, unless they're contractually obligated, it's not like Haley Deegan. I hate to bring her up, but she was Toyota until she switched to Ford like two years ago. Got out. Yeah. She went to Ford. Yeah, but I'm thinking a guy like John Hunter, um, if he could hook his wagon to the Chevy train and get in on, uh, like you said, some kind of a corroboration with Dale Earnhardt Jr., which by association means Hendrick Motorsports, um, I think he'd do it in a heartbeat. And I think the other, because again, if 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 Dale Jr. and 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 I still think KBM and Dale Jr. may have something, because uh, Jr. was very favorable with. Uh, Kyle going to uh, Childress Racing. He was all about it. So there may be some things going on in the background there between Junior and uh, Kyle. And to get the power of Hendrick Motorsports, along with Richard Childress, which may be the reason why Richard Childress hasn't necessarily... He was asked at the signing ceremony or the announcement and I think his words were something to the effect of things are in the works. He wouldn't commit to saying, yeah, we're going with it or we're not. I was just trying to find but, the, uh, the contract of, like, you know, how long is his contract with Toyota whatever, but there's... Talking about Hen or uh, Nemechek? Yeah, I can't. At least off the quick, quick search, I could Okay. No, that's a good idea. Uh, Junior and him get hooked up together. and Developmental system. Of- Jesus, I couldn't remember the word. It'll be the early developmental system for in trucks, and then you progress your way to Junior, and then and then on the cup, either it be Junior or Hendrick, or even Trackhouse. All affiliated, but... Or Childress. Yeah. Well, it's, like, it's like what Brandon Jones is coming over to the nine car next year. Mm-hmm. And what's Brandon Jones drive? I think is he's not he's a he, he's, he's Ford. a Toyota. Is he Toyota Ford? He drives he drives for Gibbs. I think so, yeah. Kind of funny how Toyota's losing. If if Brandon Jones, I thought he drove for Joe Gibbs. He does in the Xfinity. He does for nineteen Toyota Super for. Yeah. Toyota seems to be losing some folks. Gives more credence to Dodge coming back. So that'd be interesting. All right. Um, I don't have anything more that I think's interesting to talk about. Uh, that was a good time. Good time. I hope Talladega is something to we have positive things to say about. Um. I don't want to be so freaking negative. I really don't. Um, it just NASCAR's got to wake up. It's got to. I had I had a guy <laughs> idiot <coughs> in in my comments. I was, uh, you know, one of the things I said was. You know, NASCAR's forgot about uh, what the S stands for. And, of course, he well, it ain't been stock cars for a long time. I said, dude, I remember as recently as the late 1990s. And, again, for some folks, that's not recent. Into the 19 or the 2000s. Uh, I would say arguably up to 2006 because that's when uh, – General Motors put out the Monte Carlo and 
Dale Jr., Dale Sr., Jeff Gordon, and Jimmy Johnson motif. They look pretty much like what they were driving on the track. So, you know, he's like, well, it hasn't been that way for 40 years. And I'm like, really? It's been a lot closer than what it is now. At least the guys built their own motors, their own suspensions, their own frames. They hung their own metal. Um, it is what it is. So, all right, kiddo, I'm done. Um, unless you got anything else, I'm going to sign off of this. Uh, that's it for me. All right. Obviously, we've got uh, several different plans. I'm not going to make you go through them again, but uh, anywhere there's a podcast or a broadcast of any kind, uh, you can find us. Just search for Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast. Google it to be the first thing. Google Samsung, Spotify, anything. It's all there. Apple. So Go search it. Google it. It's there, guys. Woo, young. All right, everybody have a great week, and we'll talk to you post-Talladega. I might have swim floaties on, but we'll, <laughs> we'll do it. Hmm.